1: Hello, and welcome to Happier, a podcast where we talk about how to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative. This week, we'll talk about why we should start something on vacation, and we'll do a deep dive into everyday luxuries, and we will suggest many luxuries that listeners enjoy. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, the five senses, human nature. I'm in New York City, and joining me today from another room in my apartment in New York City is my sister, Elizabeth Kraft.
0: That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A., but coming to you today
1: from the Rubin (laughs) household... Yes, it's so fun to be together. We've had so much so much fun on our sisterly adventures. Yes, and Gretchen, I'm here
0: because your daughter Eleanor was graduating from high school and you gave the commencement talk at her graduation yes. yesterday and it was so oh, good. Thank you. It was a highlight. I absolutely loved watching you do that.
1: I was deeply honored and thrilled to do it. It was very sweet. Eleanor was excited that I was doing it. I thought she might think that was very cringy to have your mother doing it. So it was very nice that Mm. she was enthusiastic. Once it was done, of course, it was tremendously fun, and I was so glad. But I have to say, leading up to it, I thought, well, I really hope this goes well. (laughs) And you're going to
0: uh, record it for a bonus episode.
1: Yeah. So I will, I'm going to put it on my side. I'm going to record it. I haven't done all that yet since I just gave it, but stay tuned. If you're curious, uh, you will have the opportunity to either read it or listen to it. I really did love the challenge of writing it. It was a fun form. The commencement address is a very specific form. So that was very creatively interesting. Another fun fact, if you're listening to this episode on the day that it airs, it's the summer solstice, which is the day that is the longest day of the year. And I always think, Elizabeth, of that line from The Great Gatsby when Daisy says, do you always watch for the longest day of the year and then miss it? I always watch for the longest day of the year and then miss it. And I just think that's just this mysterious thing. But I often watch for the longest day of the year and then miss it. So I'm reminding everybody. <laughs> yes. I think it's one of my favorite
0: days of the year.
1: Well and it's for many people it has significance in the natural calendar. Good for the calendar of Catalyst. This week, Elizabeth, our tried this at home suggestion is to start a new habit while on vacation because for many people it's summertime and that is a time when a lot of people go on vacation. And so this can be a very useful time To launch a new habit.
0: Yes, which makes sense because your environment is different, your routines are different. The idea is you can either take something out or throw something in and get used to it in a time where everything has
1: changed. Yeah. In my book, Better Than Before, I talked about the strategy of the clean slate. And the thing about the clean slate is it wipes away old habits for better and for worse. Sometimes this works against us because maybe things change and we lose A good habit, but often Mm -hmm. it's a a clean slate is a good time to start a new habit. For instance, because there's this open field and you're not set in a groove yet that you have to overcome. For instance, when people try to quit smoking, they often suggest that if they move apartments or houses, Mm -hmm. that that is a really good time because that's such a huge change. And going on a vacation is sort of a, a much smaller version of moving.
0: Yeah, well, Gretchen, you know I love David Sedaris, oh, the yeah. writer. Yeah. I everything he writes. And he was a huge smoker. Speaking of smoking... And he actually wrote a piece called When You Are Engulfed in Flames, where he talks about how he quit smoking when he moved to Japan. And he actually mm. moved to Japan so he'd have something to focus on other than smoking.
1: Wow! Yes, that was extreme. Right. So maybe you would do it when you're visiting Japan on vacation. <laughs> you would right. do like the lesser version of that. Well, and also one thing about being on vacation is that not only are you out of your original routine and so you're shaken up, But you might have more energy because a lot of times on vacation, you get more sleep. It's more leisurely. And then if you start on vacation, you get yourself a running start. And so then when you get back into your usual routine where maybe it's a little bit more challenging, you have that feeling of, I've started. I've got my don't break the chain underway or I've got some ta-da's on my to-do list You set yourself up for success. Didn't you say you gave up carbs while you were on vacation? Yes, that was 12 years ago, or maybe it was 13 years ago now. I read Why We Get Fat by Gary Topps because, Elizabeth, I was very interested in insulin because of your type 1 diabetes. So I read it because I wanted to learn about insulin. And I was so persuaded by it that overnight I changed everything about the way that I ate. And I think it was easy because since I was on vacation... I could just order differently because we were staying in a hotel. And so I just, instead of getting oatmeal and cut fruit, I got scrambled eggs and bacon and then just overnight started that eating that different way. And I think I read it on vacation. I took it to read it on vacation and then I implemented on vacation. And by the time I got back, I had already started it.
0: Well, this is something I have not done, Gretchen. I haven't Mm. tried to change a habit while on vacation, but I think it's a great idea. And I'm actually thinking I could try something while I'm on vacation in New York, which is to read before I go to sleep, because Mm. that's something I'd like to do. And I like to read actual books. So, you know, I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks. I've been getting a lot of reading done that way. But there are certain books that I either want to or need to read the actual book form. Yeah. And I'm thinking I should read in bed an actual book before I turn the light out. And vacation seems like the perfect place to start that because I also very much associate vacation with reading in general.
1: Right. And then you just get into the habit of doing it. Maybe you need to go to bed a little bit earlier so that you have a little bit more head start before you want to turn out the light. Well, that's a great idea. And, And because for you, reading a physical book is so closely associated with rest and relaxation it might because we're going to be talking about everyday luxuries and a little yes. bit and that might be something that would feel luxurious to you it'd be a little bit of yes. like a vacation spirit before you go to bed and here's another thing so one of the things i talked about in life in five senses is i keep this five senses journal where I, I just took a blank notebook and wrote seeing hearing smelling tasting touching every day and i would write down a memory from the day as a way to help myself pay attention to the five senses as i went about my business during the day So now I've created this journal, and it's so cool. It's a six-month journal. It's got all kinds of ways to help you tap into your five senses. But I could imagine keeping a journal like that, a five senses journal, would be something that a person might want to start on vacation because you're having so many interesting experiences. It's satisfying to write them down. Like, oh, my gosh, we had this amazing chicken dinner last night. You'd write that down. And then you would also get yourself in the habit of every evening or every lunchtime or whenever you wanted to do it keeping the journal. So it would be a time when you'd have a lot to say and also a time where it'd be easier to maybe start the behavior that you're trying to cultivate.
0: Yes. Journaling is something so many people want to do.
1: And so if people are interested in the five senses journal, you can pre-order it now. It'll ship in August, but you can go ahead and pre-order it now. And if you want 10% off at checkout, use census journal 10, just the number 1010, one census journal 10, for 10% off when you pre-order. I'm really excited for these to go into the world. I have never seen anything like them, I have to say. I saw the
0: cover and it's beautiful.
1: So let us know if you do try this at home and if you've started a new habit on vacation and how that worked for you, let us know on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com or as always, you can go to the show notes. This is happiercast.com slash 435.
0: Coming up, we have a very practical happiness hack. But first this break...
1: Post your job for
0: free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Gretchen, it's time for this week's happiness hack. And this is something you thought of the other day, I believe when you were at a college reunion.
1: Yes. Okay. This is so obvious. Again, it's like the hack that just one even needs to articulate this. And it's like, yes, one does because otherwise one does not do it. So my hack is if there's a place where you know you're going to be spending a lot of time, such as your hometown, like Kansas City, or where you go to college and law school, like New Haven, take 10 minutes and memorize the name of the streets. For some reason, I never do this. And so I'm like, what's like, people will be like, that's on Elm Street. And I'm like, which one is Elm Street? What's on there? Like in New Haven, I know York Street, but only because I go to a restaurant there that's called Yorkside. Uh-huh. I know York Street because Yorkside restaurant is on it. But other than that, I always have to say to people, and even in Kansas City, even to this day, mom's like, you drive down Main and I'm like, which one is Main? Is that one Main? Or what's on Main? Because then I can visualize it. If it's like, oh, that's the one the CVS is on, I'm like, Oh, okay, that's me. But why didn't I just take five minutes and just get a mental picture so that if people are saying, take Broadway, you just have a sense of what it looks like and what's on that. I don't know why I don't do this.
0: Yeah, Gretchen, once you mentioned this, I realized I also don't know the names of so many streets in Kansas City. I know Ward Parkway, Yes, but I, know I don't Parkway. know the street that runs in front of the plaza. I don't know what that street is.
1: I have no idea what that street is.
0: Yeah, I don't know where Broadway is exactly. Main, I know only because the mix is on Main.
1: But yeah, I don't know so many streets. What is the name of the street that Winstead's is on? That's the street. That's I the have plaza no street, idea. That's the plaza street, right? Well, and then there's the street Southwest Trafficway, which has another name at a different point. And so if you say Southwest Trafficway, I know what it is, but right. only for like a certain stretch of it. So
0: it's funny because we were talking about this and now being in New York, I'm trying to have Jack pay attention to all the street names. Yes. And teaching yeah. him Madison Park Lex and the park is on 5th and all of that. Yeah. So
1: I'm trying to be proactive. Well, and you need mnemonics on the west side. It's like Columbus, Amsterdam, Broadway's cab. So that's very yes. easy, but I have to do that in my head: Central Park West, Columbus, Amsterdam, Broadway. But then Broadway snakes through, so it moves at certain points. It's complicated. Anyway, the thing is, just take a minute, look at the map, memorize some things, save yourself a lot of puzzlement later. Yes. And now for a deep dive into everyday luxuries. Yeah, one luxury is know the name of the streets uh, around you. That's a good luxury. But in episode four twenty six, we talked about the know yourself better question of what is your idea for luxury? And this is great when you're thinking about the five senses, because, of course, the five senses are how we find things luxurious. Usually it's because they do something to comfort or delight our senses. It's a wonderful thing to think about.
0: Yes. And Gretchen, as you're always pointing out, when we give more to ourselves, we can ask more from ourselves. And everyday luxuries is a way to give more to ourselves.
1: It was such a fun thing to read about listeners' ideas for everyday luxury. And a couple of things stood out to me. One is a lot of these things don't cost much or at all. And yet, mm. Because they are a luxury, it dramatically boosts our feeling of comfort and pleasure. It's like, Elizabeth, you gave me a lotion warmer. Mm. I would never in a million years buy myself a lotion warmer, but I love it. I use it every time I take a shower, and it feels so luxurious to me. It was not a very expensive gift. Got yeah. It was a Christmas present, and I loved it.
0: Yeah, and Gretchen, what's interesting is once somebody mentions that something feels luxurious to them, then it makes it feel luxurious to us. Yes, yes. If someone yep. says, clean sheets are my yes. luxury, then you go, yes. oh, my gosh, clean sheets really are a luxury. Yes. Or, or lighting a candle when I get ready for bed is a luxury. You go, oh, that does sound luxurious to have a nice scented candle while I get ready for bed. And so it's nice that it enhances these often everyday items and makes them into something more.
1: Right. Like frothy milk. You can take it for granted or you can be like, ooh, it's Mm. a little treat. And this ties into the idea of treats. So in my book, Better Than Before, one of the 21 strategies you can use to make or break your habits is the strategy of treats. It's everybody's favorite strategy. And the idea is, as you were saying, when we give more to ourselves, we can ask more from ourselves and we give ourselves treats. We give ourselves energy and comfort and then we can ask ourselves to do more or maybe deprive ourselves of something where I'd really be better off without that. And yet I want it as my treat. But if I give myself other treats, then maybe I can do a better job of sticking to my healthy habits because I feel energized and cared for. Then that boosts the sense of self-command. So I think sometimes people think, well, everyday luxuries sound very consumerist and decadent. But the thing about luxury is first, as we were saying, they don't necessarily have to cost much or anything at all. It's a matter of thinking of something as a luxury and appreciating it as a luxury. And also, if giving yourself these little everyday luxuries help you stick to your good habits, then it will make you happier and healthier and more productive and more creative. And so, in the end, it does contribute to things that can make you happier. Even if you're sort of think, oh, well, people don't need to march around and buy lotion warmers all the time, which, <laughs> you know, I take that point, but I do yes. think there is value to it in a happier life.
0: Yes, because one thing you've noticed is when we don't give ourselves little treats or luxuries, then we can be burned out and get yeah. resentful, and then we act out against ourselves.
1: Yeah, like, I deserve this, I need this yes. after the day I've had, yeah, yeah. The,
0: the other great thing, Gretchen, is if someone mentions to you what's a luxury to them, it can make for a great gift idea.
1: Yes. The lotion warmer thing, again, would never have occurred to me, but somehow, I guess I was saying how I don't like taking showers because I get so cold and somebody said, oh, do you know about lotion warmer? And then you had the idea Oh, this would be great for Gretchen. So yeah, thinking about what somebody would consider luxury or even just being reminded that these are delightful five senses luxuries can be good if you're trying to think of gifts. If you're trying to think of a gift thinking, what is a luxury for the five senses? That's a very, Mm. you can also often think of good ideas. That way it's a little bit, it's enough guidance if you're feeling stuck when you're trying to buy a, a good gift for someone.
0: Yeah, especially if you're buying for an underbuyer who won't buy themselves. Yes. a little luxury. Yes, yes, exactly. People like you, Gretch. Yes, yes. Yeah. And me to a lesser degree.
1: These are things that if we pay attention to them and, and think like, ooh, this is an everyday luxury, we appreciate it. Or it could just fade into the background. So a lot of these things, it is just saying this is something luxurious and I'm really going to notice how much I love it every single time. So let's share some ideas from readers and listeners about what we heard about everyday luxuries. Elizabeth, you do a bunch and then I'll do a bunch and we'll just take turns because we're just going to zip through them. They're so fun.
0: Yes. A humidifier in the bedroom. We Mm -hmm. have that. Silk pillowcases or sleeping mask. An electric kettle. Oh, yes. Candlesticks. Oh, a portable or wearable fan. Mm. This one I've mentioned many times a cup of coffee or tea in a favorite mug. Uh, I always break out my China mugs on the weekend. Yeah. And then many people reported this scratch crushed
1: ice. I was astounded how many people had ice related luxuries. Ice is one of the things we take this for granted. No, actually, people really love ice. Yes. Winstead's ice. The best. So I was saying to mom, Winstead's has the best crushed ice in the whole world. And she's like, I've never noticed their ice. Oh, like, wow. how is that possible? It's the greatest ice. So now she can have it as a luxury. Yes. Okay, here's some more a walk alone. That might be somebody with little kids or a lot of coworkers. <laughs> Plans made by someone else. Yes. Mm. Fresh homemade bread and the time to make it. Beautiful good wine glasses and cloth napkins, pre-washed, pre-cut fruit. The person said it felt very indulgent to pay more to have it already, but that that was a tremendous luxury. I thought that was funny. Milk frother. Several people mentioned that. Sitting by a fire. Big, soft, fluffy, hotel-style towels. Those
0: always feel luxurious. Yes. High-quality kitchen tools. Yeah. A massage. Yes. Naps. Yes. Naps. Our family loves naps. Oh, I love my nap. Coffee table books. Lying by the pool or on the beach. A new perfume. That's one you can appreciate, Gretchen. Oh, I
1: love a new perfume.
0: A day trip. Oh, yeah. That's a fun idea. Uh, paying to rent a movie you want to see rather than choosing one that's free.
1: Oh, nice. Right. You get to choose. Car seat and steering wheel warmers. That's a great one. Hiring a house cleaner. Attending a live concert or play. Eating outside. Very topical now that summer's here, at least our part of the world. Buying plane tickets based on convenience rather than cost. Mm. grocery or meal delivery.
0: And then using the silver, china, and crystal reserved for special occasions. I think we should all do that. Mm -hmm. Staying at a bed and breakfast. A farmer's market splurge.
1: Yeah. Okay, this reminds me of one of my secrets of adulthood, which is buy any ingredients that you want because it's Mm. always cheaper than eating in a restaurant.
0: Someone else says being able to afford to donate to a cause. Yes, sleeping in, not waking up to the sound of an alarm.
1: well, you were just talking about that, Elizabeth, about how that's making you so happy. Yes, well, I guess you're not sleeping in, but you're you have a more leisurely morning. So yes. I guess that's adjacent. Leisurely morning is an adjacent luxury. Yes,
0: eating something you
1: grew yourself, the perfect reading light, keyless entry on your house. Art supplies, having multiples of essentials like phone chargers and reading glasses. Yes, yes, yes. That is huge. (laughs) And paying for a friend's meal. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. What a wonderful list yes thank you
0: everybody i love thinking of all of these things as luxuries which they are when brought up i'm like oh yes that is a luxury that is that is that is
1: yes absolutely
0: all right coming up gretchen gives herself a driving related demerit but first this break Okay, Gretchen, it is time for demerits and gold stars. You are up this week with a driving-related demerit, although it's not about your driving.
1: Yes. Okay, so one of the things that I've been wanting to do is to, shall we say, guide Eliza and Eleanor into getting their driver's licenses. Both of them have taken driver's ed. Eliza took the driver's test and failed, as one does, and needed to take it again. Eleanor took driver's ed, hasn't taken the test. It is very cumbersome in New York City, I will say. Like, the administrative hassle of it is high. And it it's not that uncommon for kids in New York City not to get their driver's license. But I deeply believe, and they agree. It's not like they don't agree that they don't want their driver's right. license. And I should just be guiding them, nudging them. You know, I call myself a happiness bully. Where is my I think they need a little bit of let's do it, let's do it, a little bit of scaffolding and architecture and all that. And I just I haven't done it. Even though I think that it's really important that they should both do it.
0: Can they take it at the same time? Like make an appointment? I suggested the same that. Day? I was
1: like, make it into a sisterly adventure. Yeah. Do it a thing together. <laughs> They did not seem intrigued by that that possibility, but you know now Eleanor has graduated, and I do think yeah. that in a way, yeah. even though it's not like she couldn't have done it before, but then Eliza's working, so I, I don't know. I need to sit down with them and have the conversation like, we yeah. all agree that this is an important life goal. Let's think through ideas. what It would work for you, and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, I just haven't yeah. done any of that, because I find it very tiresome to think about as well. <laughs> of course. I think this is on my 23 and 23 list, in fact, so I got to get on it.
0: All right. Right, well, keep us posted.
1: And now what's your gold star? Take us up.
0: Well, Gretch, I think this is a repeat gold star to my sister-in-law, Michelle, Mm. for family event organizing. So she really takes the lead on texting everyone and saying, okay, we have a birthday next week. Can we do brunch on Saturday? Who's available? Who needs to have it be dinner instead? And she'll find places and make a reservation. She often hosts. There's two things. There's the actual hosting, yeah, which I'm also very appreciative of. But then there's the, just the actual organizing, yes. which nobody wants to do. It's not as if this is a fun hobby for her. Yeah. She does it out of the goodness of her heart. And can I tell you, we had something happen just in the last few days where... We had rented a house that the family was going to go to for three days in July, and we got an email saying it was no longer available. Oh, my gosh. So then we had no house, and nobody did anything. Well, you had
1: it all reserved, and they were sorry? no we paid
0: for it, yes. Oh, my gosh. So Michelle jumped on it and found another house and reserved it, which finding a place for people to stay yeah. is is not a fun activity. And she sent options. And anyway, so big gold star to her because she really makes sure the family gets together. And we always have a great time when we get together. It's just... Nobody's good at planning. The hurting
1: it. the cats of it. Gold star to Michelle. Well, I think it's great to give her a gold star because I do think that sometimes it's easy to take that for granted. The person yes. who's saying, because even just realizing, like, oh, there's a birthday coming up. So I think that's great. Gold star to Michelle and all people who do this. But I will also say, and I think we talked about this a while back, was that if you're the person who's not doing that, one way you mm-hmm. can contribute is by answering promptly. It's like if they say, does yes. this work? Answer promptly. If you're not going to be the person who's actually initiating, at least you can make their job easier by not requiring them to send multiple things. Absolutely. Or I can't make a reservation because I haven't heard from you. By being prompt, we can be good participants even if we are not leaders.
0: Absolutely. And I need to be better about that.
1: Yeah. So gold star to Michelle. That's wonderful the resources for this week um we're doing a scavenger hunt in the app in the happier app you can go to ha- thehappierapp.com if you want to check out the app and it's just to make it more fun to go outside so it's all these things it's not actually a scavenger hunt where you have to like get something it's like things to do hmm. little challenges as you're going outside it's really really fun it, especially if people if you like having a little bit of a challenge or, or a to-do list where you get to check something off and give yourself a gold star for like oh I found all of them or I found five in one day it's really fun so go to the happierapp.com to learn more about the app or just go to your happier app and then what are we reading? Elizabeth? what are you reading?
0: I am reading The Soulmates by Sally Hepworth.
1: And I am still rereading Boswell's The Life of Samuel Johnson. And that is it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Start a new habit on vacation. Let us know if you tried it and if it worked for you.
0: Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram and TikTok at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm on Instagram at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com.
1: And if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. Really, really, really do recommend it to a friend because we hear from so many people that way. That is how we get new listeners. Tell a friend. Email them the link. Elizabeth, I just emailed you a link to a podcast the other day. Yeah. It's like it's so easy, and you forget that you can do that just from an episode. Yes. We really, really appreciate it. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us on Word Enough Warriors.
0: Gretch, I'm in the library, and I think the door just opened, and Barnaby came in, and he went and laid down by the fireplace. Oh. He's so cute. That makes me
1: miss Nacho and Daisy. Oh, I'm sure. Although they wouldn't be nearly as quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He does not bark as much as Nacho and Daisy. That's true. But he's sneakier about stealing food. Ah. from the Onward Project. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood.